you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Nervous Podcast number 626. 626. Pasadena that, area that's a Pasadena code. area code, friend. I know. Local jokes get you <laughs> local work. Thank you for that, uh, Blaine Capatch joke. Uh, yeah, that's my mom. My mom's my mom's a 626. She sure is, yeah. Uh, this episode, That sounded weird. <laughs> she, sure, she sure is. She sure is. Wait, how do you know that? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not. I am worried about it. No. They used to love thinking that I could make jingles. It just, uh, just like for local. I tried to pitch to some like local skate shops when I was a... Uh, you know, Do you remember any of them? Call 808 Skate for your next skate date. That's adorable. <laughs> what if they just wanted to use a track by the band 808 State? 808 State? I, th- I think it was a reference to that. Uh, Do you know how much I loved 808 State when I was in college? You know, I wouldn't be able to tell you one what they sound like, and I don't know why. It's like it's like a, it's 808 State. It's a like it's a Hawaii reference, but for some reason, I never checked them out. Are you serious? Yeah, and I don't know why. It, there's a ton of you know because of like that that you know college. It was classic. almost like it was almost like palatable rave beats kind of. I don't you know, know what I just re uh, rebought after a long time is uh, that Fat Boy Slim record. Which uh, one? The not halfway through the gutter, halfway from the gutter to the stars, or the one with like uh, Rockefeller Skank. Right. Uh, but like I forgot how good that album is in total. It's such a good album. Uh, like this, the fat boy slim is fucking in heaven, fucking and fucking and fucking, fucking in, in heaven. heaven. This is 808 state. There was a lot of this kind of early '90s. Oh, okay, yeah. Would they describe this as jungle now? Yeah. They would say jungle. They would call this jungle. No lyrics. That's called an orchestra hit. You can find that on a keyboard, a Casio keyboard. <laughs> You know what? what yeah, I, I don't love, mind that. The reason I loved 808 State so much is because I was a huge Art of Noise fan. Oh yes, yes, yes. And so it was that was sort of like I always felt like they were an extension of like of, of Art of Noise or yeah. Yellow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you were you were very much of that time. I think we talked about before, like how you were very like the perfect time for like early rave dance stuff. Yes. Like um, and like that's because that's when that stuff was still seen. It was like still an underground. TV's yeah. Will Wheaton. TV and Internet's Will Wheaton. Throwing shapes. Wanted to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah. Like, he bought all this crazy DJ equipment with uh, Starfleet money. And, uh... Just never got together. <laughs> he did it for a while, and then... I mean, like, most DJ gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did either of you ever wear a Dr. Seuss hat, non-ironically? Don't be worry honest. about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, you did? Yeah! Don't worry about it. Maybe wow. I had a rave whistle. Maybe I had a fucking, <laughs> fucking clock around my neck. Nice. Would you, would you I knew what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> would you do ecstasy? No, I've never done it. Oh, shit. Was no. everyone else? Will and I didn't do... Like, we were... We were... Just about the music, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say it was more about the drinking for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just never did But that's drugs. the thing. So many raves. When I first started going, which is, you know, mid-90s. Because no um, they're all ages events. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just like people were... I, I, can't, I, I can't handle anything. If something weird is happening to my body and I can't identify it, instant panic attack. Oh, but you understood this. But what? You understood booze enough to be like... Yeah, because it was very... Like, because booze... It made perfect Unless sense. you're yeah. drinking... Unless I was drinking, like, hard alcohol... Yeah. Like, booze, like, light booze, like beer and stuff, like, it just sort of glides you into a sense of control. Yeah. Even though you don't have it. And yeah, yeah. drugs are sort of like, what <laughs> just happened? Turn the page and <laughs> yeah. here you are. Yeah, like, with, like, tequila was the same thing for me. It'd be like, I feel fine. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, I do not feel fine. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> 
Uh, at Midnight is back at its regular time this week of, of Midnight. Welcome, uh, welcome back. Named after the show. Tonight's episode. Uh, we've had some amazing guests this week, too. Uh, by the way, thank you for everyone who tuned in at 1130. But now we're back to Midnight after the nightly show with Larry Wilmore and... Uh, Pat Oswald on tonight, Pete Holmes, Kyle Kinane. Holy shit, what a lineup. Very much lineup. Wow. <laughs> Very much <laughs> lineup. Very much yeah. lineup, Doge. Yeah. Tequila. Very much. <laughs> Very much lineup. Comedy happened. Watch uh, show now. What are you guys yeah. doing? Moving. Just, what? I thought it was a good idea to, like, I was like, I have a month to move all my stuff. It's the worst idea I could have ever fucking thought of. <laughs> just, every little piece of paper is like, I, well, I, can, I can find a place for this. Hoard it! Yeah, yeah. Um, this episode is Rain Wilson returning, mm. who's not been here since episode, well, technically he popped in on the Brian Cranston episode, but he really hasn't been here since episode 39. When Enjoy Burrito was born. Enjoy Burrito was born, exactly. Um, so uh, he's on a new show called Backstrom. Which premiere? Backstrom. Backstrom. Back. All, right. All right. He premieres this Thursday at 9 p.m. on Fox. Uh, it was great to have him back on. He also popped on at midnight and nice. played as a fourth contestant. Uh, so here's Nerds Podcast with Rain Wilson. Here's Nerds Podcast number Pasadena with Rain Wilson. <laughs> Bingo, bango. <laughs> <laughs> Now entering Nerdist.com. The podcast. Sorry, I'm late. That's okay. There's a big traffic mix-up. Hi, Katie. It's weirdly, weirdly in character. Nice. Weirdly in character for your new show, Baxter. My my lateness. Yes. (laughs) You work that. Rain Wilson. Are we recording already? Yes. Yeah. I just walked in and just hit record. That's how it works now. A lot's changed since you were on almost you know five years ago. You know what we learned, though, is that we shouldn't do any eating at all. I'm so glad you remembered that. That yeah, was our first... I remember that. Rain, and, what are you, the internet? Rain was, on, <laughs> Rain was on episode 39, which, by the way, was the birth of Enjoy Your Burrito, which yep. has since become the mantra of the podcast. Fantastic. And then you slightly appeared again on another episode that... Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that I jumped in when Cranston uh, was, was on. There, and you oh, guys, yeah. You yeah. had that sexy studio for a while with yep, behind sure glass did. and, yeah. like... That was was, that was Ryan Seacrestia. That was that was, it was that was part of his domain oh, that's that we right. were borrowing. Uh, and now you have your radar. own little. Now we have our brick room. Yeah, which is, uh, not as sexy, but it's quite and much cooler. Colder. It's much colder. colder. It's cooler yeah. temperature wise. It's cooler vibe wise. Glad I wore my flannel today. Yeah, you oh, look yeah. you look you look pretty fucking. But uh, I want to thank you also for the amazing parking space you guys gave me. Where did they Where did they give you a parking space? Was it? I was about. It's about half a mile from here. You got a space? It's, I got the substructure E. Oh, yeah. shit. That's what they, um, they throw Katie, the make sure that they midnight. don't... And then... Um, that wasn't supposed to happen. I did through... Okay, sure, Chris. It's supposed sure. to be further. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, three gates. So the drive-on gate, and yeah. then the ID, and then the parking lot gate, and then the walk-on gate. Yeah. Well, so. and, and while you're here, I'm going to have to check your ID. I'm sorry. Okay, it's just okay. part of the... It's the fourth there gate. Okay, this yeah. checks out. Please don't give out any of my vital information All over right, the air. Um, you know, Chris, no disrespect at midnight, but, but the security uh, here is a bit much. It doesn't seem like there's <laughs> no, that many people. I, Do you know, I've I, had to argue my way onto the lot twice. <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't have my idea. I'm yeah. like, no, I see you. I'm here all the time. Like, there's one yeah. guy that's normally here, and the other guy. I'm like, I know. I, I go. I'm the guy who created the company that's in that giant building, and they're like, <laughs> I'm on stage two, and they're like, where's your idea? I'm like, it's instant. Oh. It's over. That logo. But that I, logo is me. I promise you. I know this is crazy. Yeah. They, yeah. They, that's exactly why I ride my bike to work because I can. I just go in the front gate because it was a pain in the ass. They throw me an E. All the riders park in E, and it takes us. 20 minutes to like walk up to the thing, but it takes me three and a half minutes you to ride. You should have your podcast over in Parking Lot E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Nice over in the uh, set shop where they build all the sets. Yeah, that's where we should do it. We it's can, nice we to can... see you, Chris. I want to give you a hug, but there's this enormous desk between us. Well, we could awkwardly try to hug her. We could hug Agatha around h- afterwards. No, let's hug now and let's have them describe okay. the hug yeah. and how it's going kind of give a blow by blow. Okay. All right. Uh, Welcome to Hardwick Rain, Rain, Rain Hug. First. 
Uh, Let's see. They're going in. They're doing, they're doing a cross now, arm. One. Really, no. What you see here is no one is more Rain of the dominant. had to move more than Chris. Yeah, but Chris did you notice again in showing the his end, dominance in this room. In the end, they crisscrossed their arms. Wait, but one watch. had one on top, one had one on bottom. Both of them but showing let's watch equal the handshake. Respect. Oh, the hand. Oh! oh I told see, he turned it around. Dominant Rain is handshake. now dominant asserting handshake. dominance well. over the diminutive My hand went completely supine on that one as Rain <laughs> dominated. Have you ever had people, I have had multiple people in Hollywood, I don't think it happens anywhere else, do the alpha male handshake? Ugh. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, like a, there's like a sect of douchebags who read like The Art of War. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, did, I did read it, by the way. Sure, but uh, when but, you were in like high school, though, but, but then yeah, and then pe- but then people, you know, it's like no, that shit works. You stare people. Down. It's like all that crazy. Like, what if we just commu- What if we? What if everyone was just cool? What if just what, hug what and just that? be mellow? Yeah, exactly. You can always tell. Okay, so let me ask you this: When you're in a situation where someone you think is like trying to do dom you. Uh, and you can like feel, a BJ Novak, and you can feel. <laughs> oh, shots fired! Jesus! Wa-boom. No, Man. Novak's Novak's a very sweet guy. He's a lovely guy. I love him on the podcast. Uh, sweet is not a word I would use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Predatory? He's a, he's a nice guy with a good guy. heart, yep. and uh, he's an odd bird, no question. He'd say the same thing about me, but sweet, no. <laughs> BJ is a, is a huggable shark. How about that? Can go. we agree that? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, that's shark. perfect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jabberjaw. Um, Jabberjaw. <laughs> yeah, he's Jabberjaw. It's not Jabberjaw. <laughs> no, I take him in the wacky races. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Good reference. But uh, when someone goes to shake your hand and... You can tell that they're squeezing 10% too hard. Do you allow them to squeeze or do you start squeezing back until there's like a squeeze escalation? I match the squeeze. You do match the squeeze. I, I, I have oh. to match the squeeze. But also it really bugs me like a really soft handshake bugs me. <laughs> and I, I will say that I passive aggressively squeeze an extra 10%. Here. Nice to meet you. Oh, you did ah, squeeze. Yeah. Ah, ah. You, you know what you should do? Just start pulsating. Go in between a soft handshake and an aggressive handshake and see what they do. Just a pump. Throw them off guard. Just go. Well, well. You want to? Oh, so you think you think you think doing a pulsating thing? Right to me, that would like I would immediately recoil. Yeah, like, exactly. That, that now feels... you're in the power play, Chris. What? Yes. Now you the one. You're the one that's putting them off guard. <laughs> now you the one. Now you the one. <laughs> you the one in charge. You're, so you're the man now, dog. So Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Guy moves into. Highland Park, and now he's a street man. Guys, I saw graffiti the other day. Moving <laughs> out of the pristine gardens of Atwater Village. And not that arty graffiti that you see, like, at Meltdown. It's no, like, it looks scary, like a youth did it. The edges were rough. It didn't look like <laughs> There was obey. no silver outline around it. I don't it. think this guy is sanctioned by, <laughs> by Shepard Ferry. The, <laughs> the local business. There was, no, exactly. there was no gift shop nearby. There is, there is a great graffiti mural in Highland Park, though, and it has like uh, about four or five uh, gremlins on it, and one of them has 3D glasses is, is eating popcorn. That's in Highland Park. That's, that's why I'm glad. He's not eating it after midnight, is he? Because that's seriously dangerous. I think that's part of the thing. If you go there around midnight, see how many more gremlins are on the wall. Oh, that's very well, but, but a gremlin not, can eat after, after midnight. A mugwai can't. Yes. I'm sorry. When it rains, you should go by the wall. That's what I'm talking gremlins about. Are it takes out other about. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to tell you a funny story about gremlins. Please. Please. The late Roger Ebert yes. had review. I went to the opening screening in Chicago, and this was like 83 or something like that. And he was there, and then the local newscast, this is before he was famous at all. And the local, you know, Chicago number nine was like interviewing him about gremlins, and he, he loved gremlins. And I went, snuck in behind him over his shoulder and made faces over his shoulder nice. into the camera. <laughs> nice. So somewhere on camera, and me, I was like 17 years old, and I was going like over Roger Ebert's shoulder, I was going, Derp, 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 derp. Yeah, someone find that. And that, now he's that, dead. that footage must be must exist at somewhere. Yeah, they probably recorded over it. <laughs> we don't need yeah, before this. He was, they probably you know, took the tabs off. Those giant the tapes they had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that can live on your IMDb page as uh, yeah. your appearance in Channel Nine. Yeah. Channel Nine News. Add one. Add one to the himself column. Uh, <laughs> co-starring Roger Ebert. <laughs> First appearance: Goofy onlooker. <laughs> What's and happening on the nerd? I was on number thirty-nine. How many have you guys done now? The, the, the six twenty-three went up today. What? Yeah. What? That's so how many? That's almost how many six. You been on. About six hundred episodes have passed since you were on. Holy last. moly! What have you guys found to talk about? Oh, just the same shit, Chris. <laughs> Mainly, yeah. Just yeah. Mainly yeah. yeah, he's got I mean, a lot of stuff going so on. So many things His about his career's me going great. Like so many different, yeah, so much, yeah. so much things. I will say that I'm going to do a little ass kissing, and you can just cut it out. You can edit it out later if you don't want. Chris. Was such a lost soul for a while, 
And this guy was like so. I'm going to talk to you guys about Chris. Please, here. <laughs> we do and, it all and time. then, but he was so funny, and he would do stand up, and really funny stand up. And he was a really good actor, as you know. We were in House of a Thousand mm-hmm. Corpses together, of course. And 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 funny actor, but it never seemed to quite work. And then all of a sudden, this hosting magic kind of started happening, and it just all of a sudden there's the birth of this of this legend. He's like, <laughs> who's the guy who started the Beverly Hilton uh, Mel with the tiki? Uh, what's it called? Are you, are you talking about Merv Griffin? Merv Griffin. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah, like yeah. a Merv Griffin Ooh. for twenty somethings for the millennials. Yeah, Merv Griffin start... was also Merv Griffin for twenty somethings. He had an appetite for oh. what? Uh oh, hey. hey. the Brian hey. Singer of his time. <laughs> okay. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get sued and shut down. No. <laughs> no, but uh, well, that's very. I appreciate that you. You know, because we. Uh, Rob Rob Zombie just had his birthday party the other night. Yes, and uh, and I got as many House of a Thousand Corpse people as to, in one picture. But I were, did you stop by at all? I couldn't. I couldn't go. I I, I RSVP'd that I couldn't go, but I got, I was invited. I wanted to let you know I was invited. No, I appreciate that. No, yeah, I was no I'm glad that you said that you were because <laughs> no, I wasn't. Sherry, Sherry invited me. Yeah, and you were yeah. busy. You had other. I was busy. Yeah, yeah you had other, other birthday parties. <laughs> but they did ask me to come. <laughs> but I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they asked you to come because why would? Fine. They... You want to see the Evite? I'll yeah, pull it up. I mean, listen, no, we, okay. don't, we don't need to Pixar see the Evite. No, 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 no. Let's do this. I'm sure you did. I just feel like maybe if you had been invited, you probably would have shown up. But you know, if you don't, Rain can't stop showing. You things out of his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice wallet. I mean, it's really great. Okay, let's see your SAG card. Okay, you've got about twenty nine, sixty dollars in there. No, it's more than. Oh, that's a fifty. I Whoa. got a fifty. Oh, a fifty. Also, you guys tweet about what? Chipotle. Yep, and they'll send you a Chipotle card, and you get what? a free burrito. Oh, now, does this it's only apply to celebrities? For you. That works for you. And Chris. I think it would work for you guys. Joan and I. I am verified. So are you. Yeah, but. What if we are you shared a card? But do you understand the relevance of Rain Wilson's burrito card since this was the episode where Enjoy it. Your Burrito enjoy started? Enjoy Your Burrito. Oh, it yes. all comes around. You know, the jealousy was what really was. I wasn't able to see what was going on because I was jealous of his it was card. Blind about <laughs> enjoy <laughs> your Chipotle. Enjoy your Chipotle burrito. But have you had those. Um, I won't. I won't say this out loud, but it's a fancy country club. Uh, it's not a country card. club. It's the city it's of Calabasas Tennis and Swim Center. All right, which I was is, just trying to make you, you just sound. have to live in the area. <laughs> but it's really like fancy. Fifty bucks a month. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but we, if you ever want a burrito, uh, let me know. Although it does have my name on it. Look at that. Rain so what Wilson's is it, uh, custom that is pretty spectacular. made. I get a burrito a day. Rain Wilson's custom made. But do you ever have those sofritos there? That yeah, like the sofritos, the, yeah, yeah, the vegetarian. That that makes me fart. Like yes, it just it same with you. Stuff. It was delicious going in. So delicious, and, and then so coming out gas-worthy. a lot of exhaust. Just, a lot of exhaust. It's like I know what fracking feels like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, yeah. Wait, what are you? What are you doing now? I'm just soaking it in. Don't worry about you it. You seem really angry, though. What? Joan Ray just, wants his own burrito card. I do want my own burrito card. Okay. Hey, How Chipotle. I, can do? I tweeted about Chipotle. In fact, I think I made fun of them. I think I said something like, Chipotle is people. <laughs> and they gave you a, a yeah, burrito a like day a for that? Like a soil green uh, yes, uh, reference. Yes, yes, and they yes. gave me a free card. Yeah. Hmm. Let's figure it out. We'll craft yeah, the master Chipotle yeah. tweet. We'll see what happens. But I, uh, do it now by I was able, I was able to get a picture with um, in, in one picture with uh, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig, Jen Jostin, Rob and Sherry, fantastic, and uh, and it was it was really fun. It was great to it was great to see them. That's so great. I saw Erin recently too. She has a couple babies. Erin Daniels. Too. Yeah, they all uh, they had lots of babies. Holy shit! Yeah, everyone, guys, we're all doing so it. Bad. We're all doing um, it. That's great. How was the party? Was it good? It was fun. He had a uh, he had a Beatles band cover band there called the Fab Four, who were fucking fantastic. Wait, they're like the the premier Beatles cover band. Yeah, Fab Four or the Fab Four. They were called the Fab. I thought they were called the Fab Four. Okay, and they were fucking fantastic. The only thing I wish to see in a Beatles cover band is I would have loved to have seen them evolve, like. Like all of a sudden, start to break up, and then do solo, and then do oh. you know, like do do the different phases. There's of the a four like, four acts, yeah, you know, like do an back. arc, which you could weave seamlessly. There's a couple that do that. There's a couple of of band and shows that do that. I would love I think to see Rain that. Does it not, put on wigs at the um, at the end? And, yeah, like for yeah. the roof concert and let it be. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they all do costume changes. There's a couple of bands that I've. You seen could get a Yoko stand in to just glower in the corner. Just <laughs> just <laughs> yep. sit on George's. I'm surprised amp. Rob did that though. I know he's a huge monkeys fan. He I loves, he'd loves have monkeys. A monkey, he loves uh, he loves be, he loves our old Beatles too. He does. Yeah. But I don't know if there's a... Uh... Was their Paul left-handed? I hate when their Paul's not left-handed. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> when I saw a Nirvana tribute band, I felt really disappointed that the bass player was wearing shoes. 
I was like, you can't wear shoes <laughs> if you're going to be uh, an Iran bass player. He always went shoeless. Well, I don't know. Shoeless Chris Novoselic is what they called him. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know if there is a premier monkeys cover band. I always wanted to be part of a cover monkeys. band of a band. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Or <laughs> saying it at the same time and then high fiving with joy. It's I, I walked all over. No burrito cars. We said we both. There's not a premier monkeys cover band. There, were, there is. They're called the monkeys. That was the sofritas of jokes. It was great. <laughs> now, they didn't play their own instruments in studio. I have guests. Very impressive. I want to be a part of a cover band of a one-hit wonder band. So you really have one song to play. Like if you if you were a cover band of Chumba Wumba, yeah, you just play tub thumping for always. Yeah, would you would you play like a thirty-minute version of it, or just play a three-minute version of it and then go thank you, good night? Yeah, I think you just play it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, and act like it's always a different song. Always have a different thing. It's like we wrote this song in this time of our lives. (laughs) I get knocked down. I gotta get up again. Hey, everybody, we're gonna slow it down for a bit. I get knocked down. This song we wrote after a really hard time in the band. I get knocked down. This is different between Mike Banter. I like that. I'm on board. Doesn't don't they open and close with the, the final countdown? What's it? What's Who, the, Asia? Yeah. Do, do they really? Europe, or Europe, Europe, Europe. Europe. Yeah. Don't they open and close with the final countdown? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I guess I would. Europe and Asia should get together and play Africa by Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that funny? It was. Well it was a little funny. Well done. And then they should play uh, "Horse with No Name" by America. Come on, guys. Good, yeah. good. These are bands yeah. that are named after places. Continents. Let's I get knocked down. down. And I get up again. That was my harmony. <clears throat> what else is going on at Nerdist? That's what that was. Are we going to talk about something nerdy? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, we're going to talk about <laughs> Soul Pancake too. I don't know. Do, we, do you want to talk? Do we have to? I always no? talk about Soul Pancake. We don't have to. God, I hate that place. <laughs> Wait, no. You just said that on the Unsubscribe. No. Soul Pancake. Unsubscribe. <laughs> just kidding. Rain gets knocked down. Hey. Get up again. No, Soul Pancake's going good. Yeah, it's going good. Doing a lot of stuff. Because we stuck. Cool. I feel like we started. Uh, we started. Nerdist and Soul Pancake started around the same time. Pretty I much, think. yeah. With one key difference, though. He had Oprah. <laughs> yes. And also, <laughs> and also amazing. I always loved. I was always jealous of your um, of your dynamic uh, uh, back uh, art. Like you, like the, the art in the background, which your background art would oh, change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Load that them. was an amazing artist who lives in Austin now. His name's Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell's great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, him? yeah. I was yeah. just actually just emailing with him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a fantastic artist. He loves all the nerdy comedy, Hollywood comic book fun. Yeah, he, he stuff. does that pop art, like the very like yeah. pop reference stuff. But then he can also just do these like these like landscape. Like he can. Yeah. He's a very talented guy. He can do anything. Yeah. So to make he did money, the, all the artwork for Nick Offerman's book. I don't know. If right. you read that, which is a terrific book, yeah. by the way. It's really fun. Yeah, you've seen, that, you've seen his stuff. Yeah. You've yeah. seen a ton of his stuff. Yeah, no. like, yeah. Like uh, does it like the? But like we the made little... friends with him somehow, and then he was an Office fan. I'm like, and then he was an early Soul Pancake fan, and we just somehow corralled him to do a bunch of free artwork for us. Well, what really sort of nerdy us. shit do you want to talk about? Are you reading know. any comic books? Are you playing any games? Are you playing games with your I'm son? Play, I'm playing. I'm playing Wolfenstein: The New Order. Oh yeah, how is it? He's the only one. In it. It's great. Do you remember Castle Wolfenstein? Castle Wolfenstein. Stein. I always said Wolfenstein. I say Wolfenstein. Isn't that how the Germans say it? Well, uh, Stein. <laughs> the goal of beating that game is so you don't have to say it the way Germans say it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called, I'm really enjoying it. My son plays Destiny. I played. I played Destiny. Oh, you play Destiny? Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, how it's old cool. is Walter it's now? It's kind of like Halo. It's like Halo with with, an, with a little bit of an, RP, an RPG yeah. element. Yeah. To it. How, yeah. How's uh, how, how old is Walter now? He's ten years old. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And he watches those Minecraft videos. Of course. He oh does. yeah. Oh my God. These people like I. It's unbelievable. He'll watch hour after hour. We don't let him watch it, but every day he'll watch like two or three of these ten minute videos. This what guy you want? like Stampy. Um, and they each one has like five million views. Yeah. And he's just the... like, oh, and it's an English guy. And he's like, oh, look, I'm in the Minecraft world. And look, I got a diamond sword. I'm going to convert it over here. Oh, look, I'm going to jump over here. And there's someone as an archer, well, as an you, undead you gotta person. See, you got to see the South Park episode where, um, where uh, Dan's little brother uh, is basically, what's the Canadian? Oh, Ike, where, yeah. where Ike is basically just well, doing that. He's watching other people play video games. Right. And all of Ike's friends are making fun of Stan and his friends for being too old because they want to play video games instead of just watch people play video games. <laughs> yeah. And then so Cartman starts his own uh, channel where he's narrating stuff that happens with the South Park crew. 
and he gets and he gets a ton of subscribers. Yeah, I don't understand that. Watching other people, he would rather do that than play Minecraft. He'd wa- that was a lot of growing up playing video games. Though, was watching your friends waiting for your turn. So maybe there's. But something. you had to. You were forced to. I, I yeah. don't know why. I mean, I can only think now that it's actually it's less work to watch someone else do it. Yeah, you know, like mm. ra- rather than ha- you know because playing a game can be stressful because you have to make choices and choices can be stressful. And making bad choices. Great, so we have is a stressful. generation of people incapable of making choices. Yes, that's right. And they're also oh. not empathetic, so everything's <laughs> fucked. Everything's completely fucked. I feel so old. I feel like I feel like grandpa nerd. You think so? Yeah. Well, you I'm are. Like, you I'm are wearing 40, this hat. I'm almost forty nine. What? And I'm like grandpa nerd. Here's like the oldest nerdiest guy you've had. <laughs> well, you have to be super. We had Doctor Demento on. Yeah. How about that? You should be a little... Weird Al's a little older than me, too. Weird I'm Al's sure been 51 on. or 2. Maybe 52. Something like that. He looks great, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a vegetarian. vegetarian. Yep. Vegetarian. He's, uh, he's, uh, is that it? Does that do it? Apparently. I, you know, I'll tell you what. Does he have the sofritas? We need to ask him about the sofritas. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Sofritas allow you to <laughs> shit out all of your... Come on in, corporate masters. Ah, Johnny Pachole. Pachole? Chipotle. Pachole. Pachole. It's patchouli flavored chipotle. Johnny Pachole. Johnny Pachole. I love God that. Damn. Uh, hey, Johnny Pachole. Hey, look at this guy. So like, okay, so, so Johnny Pachole is a yeah. trust fund hippie group. Listen, Guido nah, kid. I'm Johnny yeah. Pacholi. I wanted to have Johnny a really Pacholi. unique Mexican restaurant, but I didn't my, quite uh, want to name it after my Johnny, last name, which is Pacholi. Johnny, my Johnny. father's from Brooklyn, but my mom's from Haight-Ashbury. <laughs> Johnny Pacholi, uh, all of his personalities are represented by the cast of Entourage. <laughs> Just each one. This is a different aspect. Entourage movie. It's coming, oh, guys. Night. Turtles back. Woo. Hey, guys. Uh, yo, so I, uh, I cross-mix Pitbull and Sarah McLaughlin. It's fun. <laughs> I like Johnny cross Pitt. mix. It's a mashup, Christopher. It's a cross mix. It's a cross, cross mix. mix. Yep. Uh, McLaughlin was your pull for that. That's funny to me. What? Sort of a no. You're right. Yeah. You're right. All right. You know what? I'm sorry. I I would like to withdraw that. It should have been Pitbull and Fish. There you go. All right. Thanks. There you go. That's better. Is that better? Is that make no, more sense? No. Your first one was way better. Yeah. First one was way better. Yeah. Right. Fish is kind of an easy target. All right. Yeah. String They're very hard to catch. Mo, you can go with Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Mo, that's jam band territory. Are you feeling? Uh, are fish. you feeling? Are you feeling like cranky old nerd? Am I feeling like a cranky old nerd? Yeah. I get. A, I'm getting a little crankier as I get older. I'm definitely doing more of like the. Oh, these young people. Well, they are irritating, Rain. Aren't I mean, they? To be honest, they're Aren't very they? self-centered. They're like and millennials they are the worst. Yep. Yeah. 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 Is is Walter technically a millennial or no? Because there's another generation under the millennials. I don't think they've named them yet. Hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Millennials like till millennials like, like eighty two to like a three and eighty four. I think is what they're saying. Yeah. Up to when I was graduating from high school. No. What do you think has changed? What 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 is it? What does it bother you about these goddamn kids? Um. Oh man, are you gonna seriously? You're gonna have me speak to that? I'm gonna be reviled by like millions. This is your this is your target they're audience. They're not gonna listen to this. It takes effort. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. They're not watching us play video games. So that 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 crowd isn't gonna isn't just, gonna listen. They're gonna hear the I don't two know. Hour I mean, is any, I don't know that anything's really. All the generations, my generation, Generation X. There's just a bunch of tuned out generation that really that have no idea what's going on in the world, or doing anything to make the world a better place. And uh, and your podcast and your 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 obsession with video games and movies and just mindless all entertainment helping. is not helping. Oh well, one that's not bit. where I thought you were going with that. No, I thought you were so going to say I was that coming we were in here doing nothing to but tear this helping. place down, burn this down to the ground. I can't believe we didn't see all those cans of gasoline he brought in. Like, how did he get? No wonder. No wonder. I thought they were presents. They he had to carry Ch- those all the way from Lot E. They like, were in yeah, Chipotle that's bags. Why that's why. <laughs> Quick, Johnny Pacholi, throw me a match. Hey! Hey! You could learn to make fire with a couple of sticks and a flint. <laughs> you uh, know, I, got, I don't know. I don't, everyone's, everyone's cool. We just, just got to do our best, right? Yeah, I don't know. just trying their best. Yeah. Were, you, uh, were you happy when the office ended? Were you ready to move on? I was very ready to move on, yeah. So it was, it was truly one of these amazing experiences, and I think anyone in the cast would back me up. Everyone was so grateful for every year we had on that show. It was an amazing ensemble. Like, you 
there's not more love in the room than the office cast in that in that office together. And at the same time, after 200 episodes, we were ready to be done. Everyone was really ready to be done and totally grateful for what we had during that run. So, uh, But, of course, people still yell Dwight at you when you're walking down the street. Dwight! Right? Yes. Constantly. Which supplanted Fishboy, That's Boy, why I'm doing a new TV show, so maybe they'll shout, Backstrom! Backstrom! <laughs> at me as I walk down the street. What if they yell Dwight or do you go, No, I'm Backstrom! Like you respond with no, whatever the current Backstrom! character is. Whatever the current character is. <laughs> Backstrom, Backstrom, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to pay a really like hip millennial, like Jonah or somebody, to walk around with hey, me. Technically, and, like, I am not a millennial. And, That's and, a millennial. It's true. And, and walk around with me and like be like really down so someone goes like hey Dwight and he goes no he's Backstrom yeah. now yeah. yeah and they'll be like oh that really cool millennial's endorsing his new TV show <laughs> which is what he would what the person the shouter yeah. would say out loud to his friends <laughs> oh well he's got a really cool millennial with them yeah. so we should probably see what this Backstrom yeah. business is all about he said about. it's V good he didn't even say very <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's a millennial he could uh, he could help you out there yeah you're <laughs> the cool one is that a millennial thing cause that's the no. Yes. Oh, right. you're going to be his hype millennial. Yeah. It's basically but you a... learned that from the Fantastic Mr. Fox because you were probably in fifth grade when that came out, right? I don't know. <laughs> came out fifth and a half ago. grade. <laughs> That's such He's a this lovely movie. Old. I love that movie so much. I yeah, do too. It's good. The Fantastic Mr. What, what are you watching? Are you what are you what are you watching right now? What am I watching? I'm watching Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Not On yet. Netflix. Everyone's going Not crazy yet. for it. I really like it. Yeah, he's uh, that guy from uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yep, um, Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy is the lead, and he is like a young Al Pacino in Godfather Two. Like it's a really cool crime saga. Is Johnny Pachotle in it? Johnny Pachotle is producing it. Okay, good with his Chipotle money. So he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like kind of Papa John's kind of you know he's involved in that same way. Nice. How creepy is Papa John, by the way? Do we have this conversation on the podcast or off the podcast? I think we had Can it we at dinner this? the other night. Did we? I don't know. Well, I don't remember. Just about how, first of all, Papa John looks like a Batman villain, like the way that Clayface was made. Like he <laughs> fell into a vat of pizza dough and became a supervillain and fucking, like watching the commercial with Peyton Manning and Joe Montana, where I, gonna, I go, these are the best takes. Like they probably shot for <laughs> shot ninety-six days. hours. Yes. These are the best takes. That's the best thing. Hey, got. don't don't wait up for me, Joe. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. these guys, Peyton Manning and Joe Montana, have both been doing commercials for a while. I think that Papa John probably directs those commercials. <laughs> does he? Uh, yeah, he does, like, does from his vintage texting, like, I think that's yeah. those are great. His skin is the color of your brick. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it's orangey brick. The whole, the whole, that whole thing is so strange to me. Those yeah. commercials are he so. Looks, he looks like he eats people. Can we? <laughs> can you are you say expecting that? him? Do you want to get a Papa John's card now? Because that's almost how you got the Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if I got a Papa John's card because they're like, hey, any kind of advertising is good. <laughs> really, Except for the card Papa John. they give you is just for unlimited garlic sauce. <laughs> yeah, I'd take it. Papa John's like, what's wrong with garlic sauce? I take it every morning. What about, okay, here's an idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I bathe my skin in it. Uh, What's the, what? It has rejuvenation properties. (laughs) (laughs) Could you, uh, what about pizza? Here's an idea for Papa John's. Pizza with breadsticks in it. What? So the pizza. Wait, where are <laughs> these breadsticks? Breadstick pizza. Where are these breadsticks? No, but, I they, just, but Pizza Hut did that, I thought. I thought Pizza Hut no, did like no. breadstick pizza crust. They did. But, no, guys, no, what it is. here's what it is in my Indian. mind. Okay. It's, it's a pizza, and like the slices of the pizza, the spokes are the bread. Uh, in between every slice, there's yes. a breadstick. pizza wheel? Yes. There's a breadstick in between. Yes. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, it's make one that. pizza, then you put a layer of breadsticks, and then you put another pizza on top of that. So that's like Chicago no, no, that's style. Not a like bad you're making idea a pie. Either. Yeah. You're making a pie. What about a crustless pizza that's only cheese? Well, then you're just eating cheese. Yeah. That yeah. sounds... That's like the... <laughs> yeah. You're just the eating ulti- a piece of cheese. You call it like the ultimate cheese but pizza. But you're literally just eating There's a... There's no crust. There's <laughs> no sauce. <laughs> you're just eating a piece of Papa cheese. Papa John's cheese. charcuterie just, for matcha. With a giant slice of cheese. It's just a wheel of melted Parmesan, and every every pizza costs $600, because that's how much aged Isn't Parmesan costs. Kind of. <laughs> I think if you... I just imagine, like, as soon as they go, okay, cut... 
Then a bunch of like weird little golem like creatures come over, like William S. Burrow, like uh, mugwumps, just come over and start sucking off the just the, the pores of Papa John's skin for <laughs> nutrients. That's where the garlic sauce comes from. <laughs> <laughs> they just put a. Yeah. They just bring put, the women. I got to make more garlic. They sauce. just put like there's like a jam of spigot in the side of them, the, and it the just the scariest gloops, thing gloops is that out. Those commercials must be working because they've been getting more and more and more, especially during football games. And yeah. I think that. People must be going like, those commercials are awesome. Look at that pizza looks good. I love Peyton Manning. I love that Papa John's is so charming. Let's order some pizzas. Yeah. It must be working. Better ingredients. Yeah. He hates healthcare. I mean, that's why people want hates. to support him. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. I think, uh, it's all that money he's saving. That's, <laughs> that's why he's funding it himself. He's saving so much money. I think um, the commercials, I think, are very on par with the experience of the pizza, where, where you're like, it doesn't make me feel great, but it's oddly entertaining. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. it's if you had to choose, though, out of the fast food pizza places, what yeah. it, what would you would you go to? You see a, you see them all: Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, yeah. Little Caesars. Which one do you go to? Going to the hut. You going to the hut? Going to the no, hut. It's the worst. Going to the pizza hut. That's the worst. Do you know that they don't make? That I once ordered a, at Pizza Hut. I was like, "Can I get a uh, extra large pepperoni or something like that?" And they're like, "Oh, we're out of extra large." <laughs> That's scary because, and I was like, well, "What? What are you talking about? You're How do you just, run out of a size? You, you just you take the make dough and bigger. you make it. Yeah. But they have pre-cut doughs, and then they don't put it in a pizza oven. It's a conveyor belt. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Did you know this? Like, yeah, for yeah. Real. It's a conveyor like a bagel belt like, toaster. So they take yeah. a frozen thing out. They put whatever ingredients out, and they put it on a conveyor belt, and it goes under like a Quiznos sandwich heater, oh. a really extra long one, and it comes out the end. Done. They always run out of extra oh, large first. Slices. That's good for heating up slices. I'll take it that sure. way. But there was entire pizza. That's like fucking back to the future. So are you, are you I just gonna, have, I just have you, good memories of Pizza Hut from the lovely Book It program. Book it program. When I was a kid, down. you'd read a book, you got a free personal pan pizza. First I've ever seen I, dessert pizza. I always like the first couple pieces of a Pizza Hut pizza, but then I like the the... The the dough is kind of old. like then I always feel yeah. like oh they have I've a eaten. new they have a whole new menu and they have bacon stuffed crust and there's also one a pretzel crust that I'm interested in trying a pretzel crust well you that's know, close to breadstick pizza yeah. I'll tell you oh, I, yeah 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 <laughs> I do there's there's a there's a Little Caesars commercial which fucking cracks me up oh I didn't even think Little Caesars was in this game I'm, I said Little Caesars, said Little Caesars. Oh, I'm it's sorry on the list. I'm sorry the, uh, the commercial where the guys like. <laughs> We're going off the grid, and then he and his family are like in this cabin, and they all have be- like his kids playing a video game, and then he knocks it out of his hand, and then they go off the grid, and the kids just like playing with rocks, and the guy, and she goes, you know, we could have just gotten Little Caesars Pizza online. He's like, We're going back on the grid, and he knocks the rocks out of the kid's hand. It, the guy's really funny. And I can't it, wait for your pe- uh, your Little Caesars card to come in. The I'm mail. not going to get any sort of <laughs> Little Caesars. Co- you know, I'm not. I'm, they're going to say, I'm sorry, we're not going to send you a card. I'm going to say, Et tu brute? Come on, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nice. Too. Pizza, pizza. Because, That's good. yeah. Caesar. Yeah. Yep. Julius I like Caesar. Little Caesars. Yeah. We're going to go stab the pizza on the steps of the Senate on uh, March 15th. Great job, Chris. With our faces. President of the Latin Club over here. President yeah. of the Classics Club. We got that. Would have killed. The subtext. Would have killed at Regis Jesuit High School. Um, <laughs> Latin Club. Would it? The meeting. entire school would have enjoyed yeah. that or just the specific club? Okay, well, now you're just mincing words. Okay, all okay. Right, you know, it's a small school, Jonah, so, <laughs> you know, if, if 20 kids would have liked it, or 12 to be more accurate. How many kids were in the Latin club? Seven? Seven. So seven kids would have laughed at that. You were president of seven, seven kids? You were in the Latin club, not just a Latin class? Yeah, I was president See, You of couldn't Latin get club. enough of the Latin in the class, and you wanted to have a club after school to do even more Latin. Yeah, I was the consul, was the technical name of You were the, the consul? Consul was the head of the. <clears throat> I think I got you beat though. I was in the uh, pottery club. Oh, really? Yeah, There's three of us. What uh, what what did you do in the pottery club besides make pottery? That's it. Did you actually make pottery, or was it just a place to hang out? No, we made pottery. Sometimes we'd have clay fights. Yep. Yeah, you just throw clay at each other. It's fun. <laughs> I was in the weather club. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! I was, in, I was in the paint drying club. Boom! You were in the what? In the paint drying club. I'm just. <laughs> Because yeah. it's so boring. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> the explanation was even better. Just, you know why? Because my favorite thing about that was that the, the execution of the initial joke was great. But the, <laughs> just to, yeah. Uh, Did you hear what I said? I said the paint drying club because uh, I wouldn't have said it. He asked me to repeat it. You what did you to. What did you do 
at the weather club. Oh, we, I'm sure they like checked the barometers. We got together. Outside and we got together. And we talked about weather. We had a science teacher, Mr. Sobek, who was a real big weather file. He would explain. He would, so there's got to be a technical say, term for a weather file. Can someone uh, write that down in the comment section? 50 below to 60 percent <laughs> of the classes were about. I'm, I'm from Massachusetts, so it was about the uh, tornado that touched down in Worcester, Massachusetts, like 40 years previously, because he had lived through that. Giving so Worcester its name. It was always uh, <laughs> no. No. Thank you, Jonah. No. No. It was always it was always about his experiences with the tornado. Oh, I'm glad you told us about your boring club so Chris can make that joke. That's what this podcast is all about. I was in one club that I started. I started a bowling club. The Kanakalecki Club? Yeah, no. You're very offensive towards Hawaiians, Chris. Um, I started a bowling club, uh, and then I uh, went to one of the, the like the first session. Everyone like signed up. We had the teacher. We went to go bowling, and then I was like, "This fucking sucks," and I never went again. That's a terrible story. Speaking of Why? Chris, because you didn't stay in your club. I didn't like any of the kids that joined. Speaking of him being offensive towards Hawaiians, he didn't want to call the last hostful podcast Kalani because he thought people would see it and think it was a guest they'd never heard of. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. People would be like, well, I don't know who Kalani is, so I'm not going to listen to this. I know she's like the Hawaiian Kesha. Like, I don't. It's a man's name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Every time we mention a name, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's yeah, all right. It's Chris hates Hawaii. I don't. I love Hawaii. Sure, I you love do. Hawaii and the gender-neutral names that you guys have. I think it's How very forward-thinking. No. It's not gender-neutral. Kalani is, you know, it's, it's a very masculine name. <laughs> ah, it's got a kind of Kamehameha. Kalani. Yep. Kaipo? Okay. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am overjoyed. I love, I love Hawaii. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go to Hawaii in February. Which island? I'm going to go to Kauai. Have you been to Kauai? Yes. It's a good island. Garden Island. It's a really good island. Why don't you go in May? North we'll or go south. together. North or south side. Well, totally I would, I, I, I may, I'd probably go... Yeah, totally different experience. Uh, I don't know, actually. You can go midway, and then you can go up or down. Well, I think I, I thought Kauai was divided east and west because there's no the, the the road doesn't go doesn't connect all the way. It's the North Shore, though. I think still the North that's Shore, the, west the North Shore side. on the east side of the island, yes. though. Like that's where like the Princeville is, and then the west yeah. side is where it's all where it never rains. Yeah, it's like super dry, and in the middle of the island is where it's like super super yeah. wet. Leeward side, they call it. Ah, the side wait. How are you gonna go? Do we have a week off in February? I don't know about. Yeah. It? Oh my god. Yeah, the week after Valentine's Day. We keep having hiatus weeks. I don't know about. A week in February, a week in March. Great. Are you done shooting uh, Backstrom? I'm done shooting it. Well, what are you doing now with your days? I'm just hanging out. Nice. You guys just promoting Backstrom, promoting things, and do you go to the TCAs? Out? What? Did you go to the TCAs? The, they're for me. They're on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. That's so fun. For people who don't know, the Television Critics Association is a thing for TV actors where you go to a giant hotel in Pasadena that's filled with television critics. And they are the, they are the, the craziest people on earth. And uh, they really are. I think they're really nice and they do an exceptional job. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, what is it? What, like, is it uh... But it's so weird because you'll wander around and some guy will come up like, Hi, my name's Bert Ivy and I'm the television critic from the Dayton... Be oh. times, and I want to talk to you about, you know, and is it like yeah. a convention for them. Yeah, there's just there's hundreds of them milling about. But, what, but what's really interesting <laughs> is that the, the networks <laughs> milling about. So, but there's they just don't... hundreds of them milling about. No, and scoot, it... scoot, scoot, get back to your computer. <laughs> here's the thing. Ah. Here's the thing. People might read reviews for movies. No one reads reviews for television shows. Are you no, kidding me? No, people read recaps not. for television yeah. shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the but but in newspapers, Chris. It's, not, it's but it's also like you're being strangely dip- diplomatic here. That's what doesn't Ooh, sound diplomatic. Calling you that, out, that, that, that's where. Um, um, that's where they let people know what's coming in the television seasons. But the TCAs are really interesting because the networks will kind of do these, you know, like semi-elaborate presentations. Yeah, lavish spread. And so you come out, and and, and so it feels like you're performing for a room of people and talking for a room, of, but everyone's on their laptop, and it's not rude. That's just what they do. They're writing. Yeah. Like they're, and so, but I'm more talking about the party afterward, that party thing. Yeah. You know, where you mill with them. You mill about with them. For hours, I, I think you just have. You've never invited to that. No, That's why you haven't. Experienced your agent's that. not good enough to get you it's out of that. It's very strange. <laughs> it's but, very strange. And I guarantee you, every single one of them are going to ask me. So, if Dwight met Backstrom, 
in a fight, who, who would win? That's, you know, that's, that's the okay, kind so of that, question they're going to ask that, That's where you have an opportunity to be like, well, uh, Dwight would walk in and say, like, hey, I really admire your work. And Braxton would be like, hey, you look really nice. And then, and then you could just, like, you could paint this really sordid uh, scene where they... Uh, Make love? Just fuck yeah. the shit out of each other. <laughs> and you do both voices and both characters. Yeah. Like, oh, she's fucking slide it in. Like, the whole thing. And yeah, then no hysterical. one will ever ask you again what would it yeah. be like if this what character What if I did that? that? What if I wrote it up ahead of time? Yeah. So it's like yeah. almost I'm like a fan fiction kind of thing. <laughs> yes. And I'll just have a sheaf of it. Anytime anyone asks me about a Dwight meeting Backstrom question... I just, I'm serious. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do even, like, I'm going to hand them the erotic story yeah. of and then, Dwight and, and then Backstrom. Whatever you're working on at the time, you can just update. You can just autofill, sure. replace, yeah. find and replace Backstrom with whatever. Are you saying that Backstrom's going to get canceled? I mean, in 10 years from now, when you guys are in syndication. No, I think it would just turn into a three-way and then an orgy and then whatever <laughs> character he's playing, they're all going to fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I think it's a fun idea. Uh, do you have like a large television critics audience for this podcast? Because you're I don't being know. very gentle on the television critics. No, I've never. I thought I've you never would had pounce. Chris is normal, Chris like... is gentle on everyone but Hawaiians. I've never. <laughs> you really hate they Hawaiians. Can take it. They've been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've just I've never had a bad experience there because people will go and it throws them off because they'll crack jokes on stage and the crowd does almost never reacts. And they're right. like. Oh, what? And then they start to get a little aggro with the crowd. And it's like, yeah, but they're not there. They're, they're, yeah, they're taking notes there for that. And they're, they're blogging. They're, right, they're and, yeah. basically working. So I've only ever had fun there. I've actually only ever had fun. of the. And I, honestly, if I'd had a bad experience there, I, I promise you I would talk about it. But I haven't. Not had a bad experience. At the it's TCS. just a very uncomfortable thing to mill around with television critics. That's all. It's just uncomfortable. Because are you afraid you might like kind of say something shitty or come I, off aloof, and then they'll. I'm not talking about. I'm not trying to be like Mr. Diva. Like, oh, I wouldn't fraternize with that. I'm not talking about that. No, no, at but all. like you might come off poorly towards them, and then they'll write something shitty about you. No, I think it's more for him, and I'm going to speak for him. Uh, I think Please. it's more that he's just these these uh, kind of. Uh, Awkward television. Why don't you finish your thought yourself? Think no, no, that no. people are that they they're doing a job that, for all intents and purposes, should not really exist. It's television. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's it exactly. Yeah. So you're spending an inordinate amount of time at a party talking to people whose jobs really shouldn't exist. Right. All, no, I really all think... newspapers, right? But, but, hey, newspaper editors, you're listening right now. You're trying to save money. It's a dying art. Cancel your television. Departments. <laughs> just do it. Fire all your television critics. Now, I, you know, I just want to say I couldn't disagree with Rain more. I find that television wow. critics Uh-oh. are the lifeblood. I take back that hug of the <laughs> of. Yep, Rain's the gotten industry. up to take back the hug. The, okay, we can take back the hug. Let's <laughs> oh, see. Oh, oh, it's really happening. Here we go. It's really Match happening it up again. A again, reversal. again. Back the, no. Oh, a shockwave of a distrust. Out of Whose dead the dog is there? <laughs> There's a dead dog in What the dead dog? On a bed. <laughs> I do oh my that, God, I do that all the time. My dog's so old. There's so many times I'm like, <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Could you just like hold your hand in front of their nose to yeah. make sure they're still breathing? Hold up a, hold up a mirror yeah. to glass. <laughs> and then the dog sees itself for the first time and has an existential crisis. Whoa. Wow. That's heavy. Heavy. Stuff. It's yeah. taken us into philosophy because wow. rain. The first time you were on, it was a very philosophical. It was very, it was like religion and faith and. Talked about 9 11. Did we really? Did we? we did. Wow. Yeah, we did. How the fuck do you remember that? I just remember pieces of it. I just remember pieces of it. We were in my old house yeah. in, in the and that that and like you joked at the beginning, that's where we learned that you do not eat on an audio podcast. I remember because... telling you guys not to eat on an audio podcast. You did. You did. You said, and, "Oh, <laughs> we shouldn't do that." And we didn't eat very oh, wait, much. Wait, and I also cookies, remember right? I also cookies. remember and it's always it's always been one of our oh, it's always one of our favorite moments of, of the podcast. Oh, shit, that's where, right. where Matt Myra goes, "Well, when you came on 6 feet under, I stopped watching and you go, "Who the this guy. <laughs> true story. True story. Oh man! It wasn't. I didn't first, stop watching because rain came. That, on. That's when. That's when we first realized that Matt can be a loose cannon sometimes. <laughs> like, oh my god! I thought he was fine. Well, yeah, he was like, on the weather club. It's almost like having a pit bull where you're like, you know, the dog's fine. He won't bite you, and then it nips you, and you're like, oh my god! I didn't know. He's never done that before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shoot from the hip, guys. I just <laughs> what I'm thinking. What did you mean by that? No, what I meant by that was I had watched the show regularly at the time. I was worked in a funeral home, as I'd explained. 
And uh, Rain's character showed up right at about the time where I had just sort of stopped watching. Okay. But you you, <laughs> you purposely under. made it sound like, oh, I stopped watching after you came on. I think that was almost a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's look at the transcript. And it was the best response. <laughs> <laughs> this guy? <laughs> I feel like he's here to talk to you, his friend. And then there's these two other guys thinking, out. What, of them what are they doing here? <laughs> this is a very different dynamic, though, I will say, from my experience three years ago, four years ago, five, five years ago. Yeah, almost four, five years four, ago, four, yeah. Because like, before it was like, oh, you're talking to Chris Hardwick. Now it's like, you guys are shooting the shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys have gotten cocky. After 600. <laughs> That's true, I have. Well, yeah. I'm not the one with this fucking disgusting feet up on the fucking table that we're you all know, sitting around. You know, I just like to be comfortable. <laughs> Tweet that. Times. Oh, wait, no. I should, I should yeah, get, get everybody in there. I think a big thing was like we didn't talk much just because like Chris, you know, the original guest. Chris I think what Jonah's trying to say is that yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he, had, he had a personal connection with everybody. So it was kind of like you guys had a rapport already from working on House of a Thousand Corpses and we're just kind of his friends and, you know, we just met you. So there's a lot of times where we don't feel comfortable to talk right. in those situations just because it's like I don't want to step on I'm anyone. I'm glad so you feel like, comfortable now. Yes, yeah, so you, you waved at me at a uh, pavement show. I was remember. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like shortly after that podcast. I remember just seeing you. Like, yeah, yeah. You were mad dogging me. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. That was that a great good? show. Is that a good thing, mad dogging? I what think that's that? mad dogging. Yeah, yeah. Is that like when a pit bull bites you? I we think that's when the singer pit bull bites you. We had a you pit bull rescue that bit my son on the ear. Ooh. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, because you want to be like they're good dogs. You had to put the dog down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like you can't. You can't. Yeah, you just can't mess around with that. Can't yeah. bite a baby. Yeah, because they have taste for blood. Because the, the we, we've rescued a lot of pit bulls, my wife and I. So, uh, uh, but this one was a little bit. I mean, it, he was on medication. He had. Um, he was what, going he had through seizures. shit, man. Yeah. He was had seizures. What's that when you had seizures? Epilepsy. He had epilepsy. epilepsy. There's a pit bull with epilepsy. So he's on all this medication and stuff like that. And then he was like asleep, and my son like, my son like sat down on him or something like that and he just kind of went Arr! like that yeah it wasn't like a vicious attack it was just no a, i mean like my dog's snap. like done that at certain times where someone like you know grabs her and and you know they like and there's a you know she's just not expecting it or like she's tired or like or she's hungry and she'll kind of snap back and one time she actually clipped a friend of us i do i do find it's, it you know, it's a very like, it's an i do find it i do find it kind of shitty to be uh if you're just a, an animal if you're just a dog or a cat living your life and you're, uh, you're, they don't know it, but they live a submissive life. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're subs. And so you can literally <laughs> just pick them up whenever you fucking want to. Yeah. So can you imagine if you were – imagine if your landlord, whenever it came over to your apartment, decided to pick you up whenever they felt like yeah. it. You, you know, you could be cranky about that sometimes. Yeah, and then, like, if you have, uh, you know, a mouthful of razor-sharp teeth and you just happen to – Swing it back. You might clip somebody. You might face. clip someone there. Yeah. yeah. What about this animal? We're having a little issue, some issues with this little animal. What's this little and that, animal? And that's not my wife that I'm talking about in this photo. <laughs> Did you get a donkey? Well, take a look at its legs, though. What's on the legs, Chris? Take a look at its legs. Oh my now. God, is that a zonkey? Yes. That's crazy. Oh. I own a motherfucking really? zonkey, bro. That's cr- where do you Where'd keep it? In our backyard. We're zoned for zonkeys. <laughs> you want to see it? <laughs> oh, wow. That's rad. Isn't that cool? So Where did wait, you buy it? Here's the thing. The reason I'm bringing this up, I'm not trying to brag, is that he's got some dominance. He's a big male buck zonkey, and he's like kind of territorial. And he's my wife is really great with him, and he's totally submissive to her. But he started rebelling against me, Chris. To try to move in? Yeah. No, I, so I tried, maybe, but I tried to go feed him, and then he was like, Giving me sass. What? Shit. He was giving me sass. He was giving you ass and ass because that's how they get dominant. Is they they'll kind of swing like you put the food down and they'll like swing their butts towards you like that. Like, hey, watch it, I'll kick you. Oh shit! Yeah. And so how do you uh, how do you get a zonkey under control? You do it the same way you do horses. You kind of like um, shoot them. You got to do some dominance exercises. So you uh, you scare them. And kind of, you go like this with your arms and make yourself really big. And, but then what if that just opens? You have to get kicked really hard in the chest. But they won't, they won't really do that because it's, it's kind of a dance. It's like okay. an ancient dance between man and animal. Okay. What, what other exotic animal. animals do you own? We own... Um, or... Because uh, uh, you can't own a beast. Iguanki. <laughs> really? A guanamonkey? 
non-iguanki. Mm-hmm. So it's a donkey iguana. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Um, That's if the we, father's an iguana and the mother's a donkey. Yeah. You know, I was really excited. We own an, the Ella, an Elog, mm-hmm. elephant dog. That can actually happen if uh, two consensual donkeys are using an iguana as a marital aid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then one can actually accidentally get pregnant and produce... Uh, <laughs> that didn't go over very well. No. <laughs> Joel, Joel looked really They unhappy. laugh at like everything, but they didn't. You know laugh what? At that. That's fine. You know why? Because <laughs> I get knocked down. Hey, 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 in respect to our Chumbawamba, the band that we emulate and love so much. We're the Tub Thumpers. And now for our next song. Cover I get knocked down and I get off again. It was so great opening for our semi-sonic cover band. Yeah. No, they would have to close. Closing time. Yeah, no, you were right. I was wrong. Do you remember the band Trip Shakespeare, anybody? I've been thinking about them recently. I do, but I can't remember what the their song The guy, Dan was. Wilson from Semi-Sonic, who then writes all these big pop songs. Now he's big. The guy from Semisonic is a big songwriter who writes all these big hit songs, right? Yeah. For like Taylor Swift uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before Semisonic, he was in this band, the psychedelic Minneapolis band called Trip Shakespeare Shit. with his brother. That is so cool. It's like Queen meets uh, uh, Cream meets it's punky and uh, and there's some prints and Fuck. Um, fun really funky well that's cool good stuff. because closing time makes me want to stitch tits onto my chest and then rip them off like <laughs> I fucking hate that song so much I worked in radio and it I remember K-Rock before K- after, after K-Rock yeah right after K-Rock I worked at the station called Y107 and it was that was when semi That's when why one hundred and seven because Chris Hardwick's on the air. Yeah. <laughs> why no more one hundred and seven? Chris <laughs> Hardwick. Uh, yeah, closing. That's time. funny because I stopped listening to Y one hundred and seven as soon as you started becoming a DJ. <laughs> see, see it happen. Callbacks on calls. a podcast yeah. work good. I heard John Bryan cover Closing Time once, and it was great. So well, I, I think it's a good song. John Bryan. Did you see the Office song. episode with Closing Time that we did the whole thing about it with Ed no. Helms singing it? It was really good. Now Chris yeah. stopped watching when you showed up on the Office. <laughs> Which means he never Chris saw stopped it. watching when Ed Helms showed up on The Office, which was season ah. two. No, no, we stopped. Uh, let's see. I think I think we stopped watching after Web Soup did an Office parkour sketch, and then it showed up on The Office three months later. <laughs> oh. oh, shots fired! Boo, Ernst. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Really similar, but I'm sure it was just cosmic unconsciousness. <laughs> wow. Play the shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the real reason you're here, Rain Wilson. Boom. To answer for your show's sins. Um, okay. 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 We stole it. Yes. <laughs> okay. We stole it from Web Soup, which I've never even heard of before. This wouldn't. This what is that? This doesn't feel the way I thought it would. <laughs> I, I don't feel fulfilled at all. You guys also stole a lot from the British office. Mm. <laughs> what? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's really strong. You flipped this desk. So, what are you going to do with the rest of your day? Um, I got to do some voiceover work for the Backstrom. I got to do some lines. Got to fill in some line, ADR lines. Dialogue replacement. Mom, mom, mom. And um, then I'm gonna play tennis with my friend, and then I got therapy. You is your friend the, the Zonky? You're gonna play tennis. You gonna with use the that card to go play some tennis at Calabasas? Oh, good. No, yeah, no. no. What are you gonna talk about in therapy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a lot to work through tonight. Got some, got some so, stuff today. Yeah. Today's a day. Yeah. No, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Good. Yeah, that's. I got a light day today. I got a light day. That's good. Yeah. What are you going to do today? Are you doing at midnight? We're doing at midnight. I'm doing that on Wednesday with you. I know. I'm very excited. Yeah. They sent me over oh, some list of some things to talk nice. about on it, I, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, wait, what do. did we send you? I don't know. Some list of like topics or some things or something like that? I no? cannot imagine we would already know what they would be. Yeah. Oh, unless it's the games, the mini games. Could be the mini games. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I haven't seen it yet. And then, uh, so when does Backstrom start? 22nd. The 22nd of January. Of January yeah. What do you want to. What night of the week are you guys on? Thursday nights, 9. That's good. FOX Network. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I went to watch. This is a, this is a little. Uh, this is a, a plea to the Fox Network. I went to the Backstrom site on Fox to watch the trailer. And they ran an ad before the trailer. Now, if you're trying to convince people to watch your show... That is bullshit. Don't put an ad before the trailer. Like, the trailer is the thing you want you people to watch You just wanted to watch, to watch the trailer? Of. 
You just wanted to watch the trailer. Yes, and the I got trailer a, is the ad. And I got a pre-roll. I got a pre-roll of an of a product. I got a pre-roll. Was of it uh, second Papa pre-roll. John's ad? It was not Papa John's. It was Chipotle. <laughs> Pachotle. Pachotle. I think Papa John. I think his name is Johnny Pachotle. Oh, oh my God! Now it all makes sense. <laughs> is that the robot? Now it all makes sense. It all makes sense now. Automated dialogue recording. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about now? I don't know. We're almost how long done. Are these, how long do these podcasts go? Oh my God! How what do we, we want to talk about in the last couple? I don't minutes? feel like I talked about enough nerdy stuff. Well, we'll t- pick up, pick something that you want to talk I about. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's you, you, talk about is, Travis, you want to talk about music? What do you want? What do you what do you? This is right your now? platform right now to talk about. Whatever have, types of things you want. Are I don't have you excited anything. Excited for the new Star Wars? Are you reading any? Is there any uh, manga that you like? Or I don't. There... I don't read manga. I'm. I'm excited for the new Star Wars. Um, How excited? Uh, more excited when I saw the trailer. Yeah. I orgasmed and cried. at Did the it do same anything time. for you? The trailer. I loved the trailer. I was. Uh, it was weird. No. Here's what I loved about the trailer. It was like, oh, it's like the. The first three movies. It's like four, five, and six. That's why the trailer was like, it had that vibe. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Such yeah. minimal CGI right, stuff. Right, right, right. Like, it's, listen, it's never going to be as good as the first two movies. Yeah. And we, uh, people need to know that, right? Mm-hmm. We need to know that deep in our bones. Not just from a filmmaking pr- It's not just <clears throat> that it's a filmmaking perspective. It's just that you seeing it for the first time as a child, yeah. nothing can match that no. experience. Yeah. No. And but also the filmmaking too because those are two perfect movies. Yeah. I I've been I've watched them now. I've I saw them 20 times on my own and now I've seen them another 10 with my son. He likes them? Oh my god, he loves them so much. Does he like 1, 2 and 3? Barely. He barely asks to see them. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm very pleased to hear that cuz usually I hear people say like yeah, you know, I showed my kid four, five, and six, and they liked it, but they really loved Jar Jar. You know, like little really? kids really love four, to a guy five, the other well, day. really kids love one, two, and three. I was talking to a guy the other day who says he was going to show his kids uh, Star Wars movies, and then talk to some guy who says this is how you should show it to him: show him episodes uh, one and, or sorry, uh, uh, four and five, and then go back and show episodes one, two, three, and then go back and show episode six. Interesting. I don't get, that. I don't get putting the six at the end. Why? I don't know. He says it's like he's like, and then it kind of structures no, itself showed, like a like a Quentin Tarantino here's the, movie. Here's the problem with I don't know. Do you have any parents that listen to this podcast? Maybe oh, a few. Yeah, lots. So they don't show them Star Wars when they're too young. Star Wars is a movie that can really first be enjoyed by someone who is eight or nine years old. If you show them, what you, people I know parents that show their kids Star Wars when they're four years old. They can't understand it. It has nothing to do. They don't get any of it. Right. So you have to hold off, and you just got to start with four. Babies five, don't six. like Star Wars. Yeah, it turns out it's a good T-shirt. What movie do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> what movie would you show a baby? <laughs> um, Baby's Day Out. Wrong. The correct answer is Baby Geniuses. American mm. Sniper. Yep, you show them American Sniper <laughs> under the show them under the skin. Under the skin. I loved Under American the Skin. Yeah. American good. Hustle. Oh, it's American so cool. Sniper. There's a screening of it down in downtown at the Ace Hotel where they had like a live orchestra doing the score to it. The score was amazing. Yeah. You know what babies Real love? Thing, babies love Dancer in the Dark. They love that movie. Love Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> they love the music. Yeah. Uh, AKA the Party Bummer. <laughs> I remember I was at a party. So I was just like, is this, a, is this a song from Dancer in the Dark? Let's go. This is depressing me. That's how you know to get yeah, out of it. I feel like I've let great. everybody down on this podcast. You let no one down. Well, the last podcast we did, Enjoy Your Burrito, we created a whole phenomenon. And it was based on what spiritual concepts. This one we talked about Papa John's and Chipotle and Pitbulls and Zonkies. Yeah. Real, real great, real, real great things. potpourri. Yeah. Well, we didn't... We didn't it will we'll never top. It's like the next Star Wars movie. We'll never something? top the last podcast. No, that we here's did. the. Here's I feel the, really depressed. I'm yes, walking out of here really fine. sad. So basically, this was the sadder reboot. than that dead dog. This is the reboot. <laughs> this is the reboot <laughs> of the first Rain sad. Wilson podcast. But I want you to know something. I want you to know something. Hit me. This, this applies to life, and you can put this on Soul Pancake. If okay. You want, okay. Good. You can get knocked down, but you, you get, get up, up again, again, and nothing's ever going to keep gonna, you down. Right. You so get knocked down. But you, you get, get up, up again, again nothing's ever going to keep you down. down. Pissing the night away. Now, that might have not worked for the rest of it, but that was the next <laughs> line in the song. I realize now that was a mistake to keep going. <laughs> That's okay. 
Because you can get up again, and nothing's ever going to keep you down. You're right. Do you want to sign off the podcast by telling people to enjoy their burritos since you're part of the origin story? Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your burrito. I don't know. What do I say? That's nice. no, enjoy no. your motherfucking burrito. You can do that. Enjoy your Johnny Pachole burrito. Johnny Pachole. <laughs> and yeah. seriously, Chipotle, send hey, fucking burrito card. Send yeah. the cards over to Johnny Pachole. I tweeted earlier when I found out about your card to Chipotle and said, um, I love Did you really? Yeah, I While did. we were doing the podcast, you did that? Right after you said that. You guys started talking about each other, and I tuned out. Um, <laughs> I said, I love at Chipotle tweets. And then I said, please, RT. Uh, um, and they <laughs> said, wow, thanks for the love. Myra. Who's Myra? I guess the one Matt who Myra? runs the... Sorry, She's Jonah. I forgot rep? to tell you guys. So I'm going to follow. Maybe they'll DM Chipotle. me back about... Uh... <laughs> so much work just to save... Like, you know, I've never tried to get anything... For this now, also, let's think about how often uh, Jonah eats at Chipotle in a year. Let's maybe it's like seven times in a year you're going to eat at Chipotle. Oh, uh, probably less than that. Yeah. If they give him a card, it's going to be every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. may now. I don't know. I don't even know where one is near me. Well, now you're not going to get it. Because well, you get the one next to one by right by meltdown. Then I got food poisoning and oh, I threw yeah. it out. <laughs> you're not supposed to eat the card. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> We gotta find a place to sign out here. Uh, no, that's fine. Chipotle, uh, send us cards. Chipotle, send one for Jonah Ray, Matt Myra, <laughs> Katie Levine, and everyone Kyle Clark. who listens to this podcast. And that's it. Wow, we really that's all we need. Really I'm kind of on Ray's side with this one. This was this <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm not. Ready this is to... the worst podcast. We're leaving, Chris. You you talk. <clears throat> You're on your own. Here, everyone, chew some gum and these vegan cookies. Hey, let's go. I hear Mark Maron's on the show today. Let's go over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh bye guys. Toodles. Yeah, just sit here. Down. I'll get up again. Sit here, everyone's gone. Fucking I don't need anybody. I just need myself. I just need you, Kyle. Alright. Oh man. I know, right? Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.